This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton back in the studio this morning. And I am joined today by Trisha Keith, whom I've had the pleasure of knowing for quite a while now. Decades now. <laughs> I mean, decades. <laughs> we, probably, we probably didn't need to throw that in there, Trisha. But it's true. I mean, it, still it young is. at heart. We're still we've, young. At uh, heart. We've known each other uh, in her. She, she used to be the truancy officer for the regional office of education for Vermilion County. And that's kind of originally, I think, how I got to know you and working on some some things with you. Um, now she is with uh, Vase. You're still you're still with regional still office, regional office, but you're located at Vase, but housed at Vase. Yes, and you're actually not doing truancy as much as you're. We have all kinds of exciting okay, programs good. down at Vase. <laughs> yes, Trish is always busy, but the reason she's here today. Um, it has to do with a, a project that she's very passionate about and started, and it's called the uh, Shoe Drive. And so explain what the Shoe Drive is, Trish. Uh, it seems like such a simple thing, but it's a big thing to, to so many kids and even, even our schools. Um, it's called From Your Heart to Their Souls, a new shoe drive, and we request new shoes because everybody's definition of... of uh, slightly used is different well there's bowling shoes there is there is it can encompass so many different things and it was coming becoming kind of an issue so we just went straight brand new shoes no it makes sense besides kids deserve new shoes and and something like that like you know we're fortunate most of us are fortunate enough that if we need to get a new pair of shoes we're able to but we have a whole population that that is not the case so when i was serving as truancy officer one of the reasons I was getting from some kids is that they did not have shoes on their feet to get to school or they had to be like duct taped or rubber band or they were wearing sister shoes that were two sizes too small because that's all that was available in the household at that time. So, hey, let's let's see what we can do to help problem solve. Absolutely. So, so here we go. We're at the shoe drive and gosh, I think this is oh, at least six years maybe. Oh, I bet at least. At least. And I need to really go back and look to when to when we started it. But it's been a great resource to have in our community because it's for anybody. It, you don't have to fill out paperwork. You don't have to meet an income requirement. You don't have to give me your whole story. It's just like we're, we're in need right now and we need some help. And, and if who like the community has wrapped around this and has donated funds and shoes of all sizes so i have this wonderful room at the health department <laughs> that is my shoe room. shoe room and and my secretary is so good she'll run down and get them if i'm not there and you know like we just find the size and if you need a boy or a girl or men or women's because i mean some of our kids have some great big feet because that's an important point about this it is six seven years whatever that you've been doing it and you've learned as you've gone and it used to be you would just say hey i need shoes you'd get shoes and you'd hand them out and move on but this is actually a year-round issue it is so you now have a stock that you can choose from and that's what the shoe drive helps with correct it is okay and and this is the first year like I'm low. Like, there are holes 
in my closet, which which I haven't had before because we've just not had so many people using the resource. And so the schools, I can't even tell you how many shoes I've already given out for this school year, luckily that we still had from last year's drive. And so now to be starting this at this time is perfect timing um, to get get those um, supplies built back up. And again, you can donate a brand new shoe. It needs to be a, a tennis shoe because um, that's what the kids are active yeah, that's, in. That's, yeah. um, and then of all sizes. I mean, you can choose little girl, big boy, uh, men's, women's. But again, we have itty bitty feet. And then, you know, we have requests for like size 14, 15. And that is hard to find in Danville. Yes, it is. Because that's a big foot. That's a big foot. And big we foot. have junior yeah, high kids. We're like, like 13, 14, I think, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Those are not easy to find. And junior high, I mean, junior yeah, high kids kid already especially. with that big a foot. Um, yeah. And that's where your monetary donations come in to help, too, that I can order them if, if need be. We do try to keep our resources here in Vermilion County um, to purchase the shoes. Um, but sometimes it's just not available. Yeah, like some of those sizes. Some of the, gra- the greater yeah. sizes, yes. So let's talk about that. You know, you were you were saying that, that this, this started uh, when you were doing the truancy thing, which, uh, you know, truancy in Vermilion County, always an issue. Really, obviously, an issue everywhere, unfortunately. Um, but it's kind of hard for a 10, 11 year old kid to go to school, um, without shoes or with holes or duct tape Mm -hmm. or kids are so mean a lot of the time. It is. They really are because they're kids. Uh, adults are pretty mean too, but that's another uh, show. Mm -hmm. Um, but to be faced with the fact that you don't have clothes or you don't have shoes so you can go to school and learn and not be made fun of Mm -hmm. that's a big deal it is a big deal let's talk about that for a minute because that can really affect what a how a child grows and learns well and you and i have had people say this like oh just put on a pair of shoes nobody cares yes they do i mean especially like you said kids can be so mean um and it's just a, a self confidence issue it is it's about being different anything that's different to little kids that's why that's such bad behavior when you see it in adults which we see way too often now in kids we understand it because they're going through this stuff and so if somebody's different from them sometimes they don't get that and 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 they can be they can be rough and and then the amount of I hate to use the word baggage, but just so much that yeah. kids are having to get through to even get through the front door of the school every morning. It's mind-blowing, and, and we need to celebrate those kids for even getting there with everything they're facing. But the fact that, again, a pair of shoes can make such a difference, again, with their self-confidence. It makes them want to come to school a little more often. They feel better about themselves. And I just wish one time I could video a student getting a brand new pair of shoes and for some of these kids it's the first time they've ever had their very own pair of shoes well that's what's so cool about doing new shoes it is it's their very own and i have i mean people across the county in the school districts would love to share their stories of when they've been able to give give kids these these shoes and and the difference it makes you know they they put them on they jump you know they they look at them and you know they can run fast and uh it's just just a wonderful thing to be able to do and we need your help to be able to continue to do it. And let's talk about how people can give their help. Then we'll go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the complications of all this stuff.
So okay. how, how can people help? So we have a couple uh, drop-off locations throughout the county this year. Um, I have wonderful friends that are always willing to help me. Uh, Stevenson, Stevenson Harvey up in Hoopston at Country Financial. He has um, an area in his office that you can donate shoes. He is at 221 Bank Street in Hoopston. Um, the Regional Office of Education, which is in the rear entrance of the Health Department here in Danville. Um, my good friend Leah Husman Rogers, she her law firm is right downtown Danville for easy if you're walking or visiting downtown stores. And also Ridge Farm Back Pains Center, the Georgia's uh, wonderful people have uh, set up there for, for drop-off. And <laughs> while it's great if you've got the time and the opportunity to run to some place and pick up some pairs of new shoes and drop those off you can also bring a check or yes or i will always take people's Trisha money takes money i do <laughs> i will always take your money and put it to good use so yes you can write a cash or bring cash or write a check to the regional office of education just put shoe drive in the mem- memo you can mail it um to the regional office um you can catch me at jocko's on thursday night that's true uh, <laughs> um or you can just connect with me, and I'll gladly meet you somewhere, and, and we'll put it to good use. Yeah, Trish is a, a busy woman, and not, not the least of which is every Thursday night she's working at Jocko's. So it's always fun if we get a chance to go in and see her on Thursday. And she's just, man, she's running table to table and taking care of everybody. And it's a, uh, it's a fun thing to see <laughs> you there, although it's hard work. I don't know how you do it, but we appreciate it. All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have some conversation here about uh, what all this means. I, I don't think we talk enough about it and really understand what's going on. We'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio and could not be happier. Joining me this morning is Trisha Keith, who works out of the uh, out of the vase office. Uh, really, still over kind of truancy kids, getting them in school, and who I don't know, however many years ago, realized what a serious need there was for some of our kids to to get shoes. So they could even go to school. So let's talk for a minute about when you started. When you started um, truancy and you started dealing. Yeah, it's it's a day or two. 22 years ago, Linda. But let's talk about that because when you started, the issues were serious. The challenges were great. Kids have always not gone to school. So, Mm -hmm. you know. How is that different? Oh, it's a whole new world now. Talk about that. And that's, I think back to when I did start, which has been quite some time ago. And, you know, I was pretty fresh out of college and ready to tackle the world. And um, I'm the truancy officer and you're going to do what I say and blah, blah, blah. And coming in pretty hot, you know, strong. And then you learn real quick that it is not just a cut and dry, I'm just keeping my kids home or there are so many barriers happening for students and families and where we are in this day and age is so different from 20 20 plus years ago um and heidi allen is our truancy officer now and you know she came in new in the midst of a pandemic Mm -hmm. which is a whole new challenge 
And so now this school year, trying to get kids back in the swing of, of attending school in person, having to be accountable, you know, for most of the day, to even be enrolled in doing the work, you know, and having people maybe check on a little bit harder. But we have so many kids that we haven't even got back in. And, she, and she's know, spending a lot of time yeah. trying trying to get those those kids reengaged and finding them. Um, because during the pandemic was a real easy time to disappear. You know, like if you didn't want to be found or you didn't want to do the work online, you could kind of get by with it because there just wasn't enough force to, to be able to knock on everybody's doors. Mm-hmm. And, and while remote was a great option for some of our kids and they found a lot of success with, with some kids, that that was a better learning environment for them, we need that, that interaction with them from, for face-to-face to see what other issues are going on. And that kind of goes along with the shoe drive a little bit that, like, when we didn't see these kids' faces or, you know, we could only see what they allowed us to see remotely mm-hmm. – um, when we did Zooms and things like that, it was a very controlled environment. Like, we couldn't see everything else that was going on or what some of the needs, like, you know, did they have food in in their home? Uh, did they have adequate clothing, housing, utilities? And these are all services that families need. And while they're separated away from us during something like a pandemic... Um, they had to deal with those issues on their own and maybe didn't know how to get those resources or to problem solve. And so the good thing about the kids being back in is that you have an immediate problem-solving team, whether it be your bus driver, your custodian, your your kitchen workers. I mean, it takes all of us to identify problems and, and maybe support's needed. Not always a problem, but just that a family may need a little extra support. And so getting these kids back into school is huge to help these families. Are you worried? Um, yes. I mean, Every I, day, I, I, worried. I mean, seriously, I don't mean to be dramatic, but I'm just saying it seems to me like uh, we've, we have always struggled in our community with education. There, there is, there is part of our community that fully understands how important it is. Most people, whether they go or not, would say they, they adamantly support the college because they're proud of having a college in our. I mean, I get all that. Mm-hmm. But we have always seemed to struggle because of our heavy industrial background. You went to school for a while, you dropped out, you got mm-hmm. a job, and. You made a lot of money and you lived happily mm-hmm. ever after. There's still a, an element of folks that don't believe that education matters. So it's true. You combine that with the the outfall from the pandemic. Um, and yeah, I gotta admit, I'm I'm a little concerned. I it's not like I got any great ways to solve it or make it okay, but I'm just a little eh. Well, and and again, not for me to sound dramatic, but our kids are finding other ways to make money. Well, and, and that's reality and, too. And, and the violence, and I mean, we have some serious, serious things happening, and these kids are finding other ways that they think yeah. are real, real simple, and that education is not important. And kids are almost always going to go for simple, right? And this I mean, this is the easy way, and that's the way I'm going to go, and that's kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense, you know. And yeah. and they see that it's working for them right now. Yeah. What do, what do they need education for? And that's hard to break because how can you prove it differently? Except that there's going to be 
a detrimental outcome at some point. Well, and I think every day we, we, we feel some of that and face some of that. And um, that's what worries me. I'm afraid we're falling farther behind. I think everybody's trying really, really, I think everybody's really trying very hard. hard. Yes. I'm just not sure everything's connected. And our education system throughout Vermont County is amazing. Yeah. I mean, we have wonderful administrators, our staff, you know, they, we are but blessed. We are. But, but here's the problem. You know, teachers and schools can only do so yes. much. And as the one and only Bill Black told me many, many, many years ago, Linda, you can't legislate parenting. Right. And you can't. You can't. So we got to figure this out mm-hmm. one way or the other. We're going to go to break a little early, Derek, if that's okay, because when we come back, I want to talk more about the shoe drive and donors, and we'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Trisha Keith, who's with VASE um, Truancy through the ROE program, uh, works with our kids every day, and, and we're solving all the problems of the world. <laughs> <laughs> or we're at least yeah. acknowledging yeah. the problems of, of our world. Um, but Trisha's primarily here about the shoe drive, which annually she uh, and her passion for this uh, drives, and it uh, drives the drive, get it? Um, <laughs> but it's it's a really important factor to help our kids uh, take down barriers for going to school. If you don't have a pair of shoes to put on your feet, it's kind of hard to go to school. So... So the shoe drive is underway. Let's talk about, you said you got a couple of schools doing some challenges. Yeah, this is, this is kind of new this year. Like, I've always wanted schools to jump in, but it's hard. I mean, because it's not a resource everybody can afford right now. Um, but Oakwood Grade School and Salt Fork High School Student Council have both jumped on board to do, like, a challenge between their grades mm-hmm. um, to see who could bring in the most. And cool. then, like, they get some type of reward. Or I think the high school was doing, like, class points or something so super excited to have um, two of my schools jumping in to do that. And then we've already received um, some monetary donations as well as shoes. Um, and, of course, good old Linda always always helps right in. So Linda yeah, gave me a check already I, this morning. I don't, I don't always greet my guests with a check. I know. Door, I like but it. <laughs> that's the kind of business I like to do. Um, Mr. Bolton may want to question how many, how many times I do that, but... Um, and, you know, our friend Marilyn Blanton, Elaine Anderson, um, Sue Johnson, they've all jumped in. Beth Offit has already made a, a very generous donation as well um, for the shoes. So it's been so cool that, like, I always have this group I know is going to support it. Yeah. Um, and then new people always join in and want to take part in it. So super appreciative and super excited to see where it's going to go this year. Well, and we're calling it a shoe drive, so it's happening right now. But how long, really, does this? I mean, isn't it's almost a year-round project? It is. Like take? I will take shoes yeah. and money all day, every day, year-round. Um, you know, we do several other things throughout the year, but this is our big kickoff for the school year when kids are just coming back and we see those immediate needs. And it's nice to have those in place so we don't have to worry about oh, it'll be like two weeks before I can get you a pair of shoes. Um, to have them right on hand, and also for the school to be able to just run to the ROE and pick out what they need and and get back well and like i said i think that's an important point a lot of people don't realize that you actually do have an inventory now and that's 
That's really cool. It, it is. used to be uh, a teacher would let you know, hey, I got little, little so-and-so doesn't have any shoes. And you'd run out and try to figure out how to mm-hmm. solve that problem. Now you just walk down the hall. Yes. And open the door and you've got a pair of shoes. Yes, it is. So that's it a big is amazing. Deal. It yeah. is. So uh, let's talk for a minute about, um, we, you know, we were talking about needs. Um, and we were talking about the um, um, kind of the drop in interest in education. How has the pandemic affected your office? How have you handled that? It has been a very busy time for our office to to support not only families, but supporting our teachers and our admins and trying to find enough subs um, is a huge issue. All of our schools are desperate for subs. We're desperate for staff. I mean, I think there are several staff openings, like teacher openings throughout the county. So if anybody is interested in in becoming a part of the education system, please contact our office and we can walk you through the steps to see if, if we can get you qualified to serve in some capacity, whether it's as a sub, as a parapro, as a paraprofessional, as a teaching assistant, a personal aide, kitchen staff. I mean, the, there are many uh, employment opportunities available in the education system right now. How worrisome was it for you? You mentioned that earlier about so when um when we were struggling so hard last year with schools uh not seeing kids every day uh how how hard was that to deal with that fact that you didn't really know if everybody was okay oh it was awful awful because most most staff are like me where our heart is with our with our kids and we worry so our day doesn't end at 3 p.m when they get on the bus um we're worried, especially, like I said, not being able to see those kids on a regular basis to check in, you know, because body language says a lot, facial says a lot, and you can't always get that via Zoom or phone call or text. Um, I know I was only able to communicate with a lot of my older students via text, and you can't learn hardly anything via text. They're only going to tell you what they want you to know. So it's very worrisome, and, and we want all the kids back in. So if you haven't for whatever reason, being able to get your student re-enrolled, again, contact the Regional Office of Education and we will we'll connect you to your home district and, and get that process going. So we need your kids in school. It is our future. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's what you and I are both most concerned about, making sure that not only kids but their parents understand how important it is that those kids are in school. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid we're losing a little of that oomph. Uh, we we got to get it back. <laughs> we we are not giving up, and and we will continue to do everything possible. Absolutely. Okay, so again, let's run down the details for the shoe drive kickoff. Shoe what drive. do they need to know? What do they? How do they need to, new, to respond? New athletic shoes, any type. It doesn't matter what kind, um, any size, itty bitties to great bigs, um, boy, girl, m- men, women. Um, there are the drop-off locations in Hoopston, Ridge Farm, and two in Danville. Again, or you can reach out to me, and I'll, and I'll connect and with you. And run down, though. We've got the time. Go ahead and run down each of those locations. Okay. Um, Country Financial, Stevenson Harvey, is in Hoopston, 221 Bank Street in Hoopston. Uh, the Regional Office of Education is located in the rear entrance of the Health Department here in Danville. It's on the Danville. west side. Um, it's on College Street. 
Hussman Rogers Law is right downtown on Vermilion, close to the courthouse, 44 Vermilion Street. And then Ridge Farm Back Pain Center is 100 North State Street. It is right on the main drag of Ridge Farm as well. Um, Again, you can reach me uh, at 217-443-8273, extension 223. Um, we do have a Facebook page from your heart to their souls that, that gives a little bit of information. You can also follow the Vermilion County Regional Office of Education Facebook, which has all kinds of awesome information on it. Um, definitely has the shoe drive info, but it also has like the sub info and, and GED info and just great educational info, especially if you want to get involved in the system. Um, and to answer any questions that you have, you can always reach us. Um, checks made out to Regional Office of Education. Uh, cash accepted at any time. <laughs> uh, so this is this is a great, great thing. And I appreciate everybody that has supported it over the years. And I, I hope that this this may be the best year yet. Because last year was a little harder with in sure. the midst of, of COVID. So I'm hoping this year really comes back with a bang. So I appreciate Oakwood Grade School and, and Salt Fork High School jumping in on this um, to support it. Trisha, thank you for being here. And, and we don't say it enough for community volunteers like you, but thank you for all you do. Oh, thank, thank you, you. Thank you for your passion, for caring, because uh, it gets harder and harder to find the time, to care, to do it, all that. So we thank you for thank what you, you. do. Look, I look forward to talking to you yeah, again. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, take care. Uh, join me tomorrow. Steve Lane's going to be in the studio with me. We're going to be wrapping up the summer in, in the parks of the city of Danville. So join us tomorrow on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.